Hey, pop punk enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If you're new here, Pop Punk Promo is a podcast dedicated to supporting women in the scene and small artists. So if you fit either one of those categories, if you are a woman in the scene or you are considered a small artist or both, check out poppunkpromo.com to find one of the forms that you can fill out if you are interested in a featured artist interview. Every single week, we bring you a brand new episode featuring a small artist in the scene. And sometimes it's just me talking about the artist. But more often than not, I bring you an interview every single week with the featured artist. One of my major goals of Pop Punk Promo is to bring you artists that you've probably never heard of before, or maybe you've only heard in passing or from a friend very casually. And I want you to learn about these artists through the interviews and get to know them on a deeper level and just fall in love with them and maybe they'll become your new favorite band. I've always loved music in a very deep and personal level. And as much as I love some of my favorite artists, you know, like Water Parks and Fall Out Boy, 21 Pilots, all of those incredible amazing super successful bands there are hundreds of thousands of other musicians out there that are trying to step foot in the music scene and get people to listen to their music and that's entirely what I want to do with this podcast I want to bring you all of that musical talent that doesn't get to see a larger audience through my six or seven month journey hosting pop punk promo, I myself have found some incredible artists that I would have never found had I not begun this journey. And it's just been so rewarding in every way. I get to speak with small artists every single week and I get to learn their story. And then I get to bring that story to you. And hopefully you fall in love with them just like I have. Pop punk promo is not just for me, but it is for you. And I really want each and every one of my listeners to learn something new every episode and to just enjoy music the way it was meant to be enjoyed and to truly understand the people behind the music as well. As the host of Pop Punk Promo, I pledge to bring you good, honest musicians every single week. And if at any time you feel that the people that I am promoting don't deserve the spotlight for any reason, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email at poppunkpromo at gmail.com and please specify what you mean by this because as a brand we support safe scene culture and for such a long time the scene has not been safe and we do not support abusers in the scene we do not support any sort of neglect in that way so if at any point you feel an artist that I have brought to light shouldn't be for any reason, please let me know because that is never my intention. And I always want to support good, honest people and make sure to continue to keep the scene safe. To all of my recurring listeners, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening in every single week. It seriously means so much to me. I truly don't know where I would be without you guys listening every week. It's honestly been crazy. I've got listeners from all parts of the world, and it's something that I truly never expected to happen, at least not this soon. And I'm just so grateful every single day for each and every one of you who take the time to listen to what I have to say 
to get inspired and try and find a new artist. And for each and every one of you that shares an episode with someone you love, that just means so much to me. And I love that you guys want to share music as much as I do. We've released about 30 episodes of Pop Punk Promo already. So if this is your first ever episode, make sure you go back and binge all the other ones to find your brand new favorite artist. You can go to poppunkpromo.com and see all of the artists we've already featured. If you click the top of the page, it says Featured Artist Archive, and you can see the breakdown of every artist we featured and what season and episode they were featured on. From that page, I've also linked ways that you can listen to each of the artists. So if one catches your eye, you can click the link and be directed right to their music. The homepage of our website, poppunkpromo.com, also features a handful of links to other parts of the brand, such as my Patreon, where you can get a featured artist sneak peek every week, and you can also access my merch. I do sell Pop Punk Promo t-shirts and stickers online, so if you are interested in supporting the brand that way, that's available at poppunkpromo.com. And I've also got forms put up so that if you are a musician interested in a featured artist interview, you can fill that out right now and I'll get back to you and we can hopefully set something up. Essentially, poppunkpromo.com is the hub for everything and anything related to this podcast. So if you have any questions, if there's anything you're wondering, if you're curious about what else we have to offer besides just the listening aspect of this, make sure you check it out, poppunkpromo.com. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, now that you've got a little bit more information on the brand of pop punk promo and what we do, let's get into some pop punk news. The first piece of news that I would like to share with you guys is none other than Set It Off's Why Worry Fest hosted in Anaheim at the House of Blues. If you're unfamiliar with Set It Off, they are a band that goes back in the scene for many years now and they have several albums out, including their most recent one titled Elsewhere. Now, Why Worry Fest is titled after their song called Why Worry, which came off of their album Duality. The song is pretty self-explanatory based on the title, but essentially the song is about just letting go and not worrying about the things you can't control. And yeah, that's just kind of the premise of this festival. And that's just the premise of Set It Off in general. They are very carefree. They are amazing people and they put together their very own festival with a stacked lineup at the House of Blues in Anaheim. This festival is scheduled for this Sunday, May 28th. So if you are in the Anaheim area and you haven't bought tickets yet and this sounds interesting to you, I highly recommend you check it out. I so wish I was able to go to this festival. It sounds like such a blast. The lineup includes The Ready Set, Weathers, In Her Own Words, Andreas, Rivals, Cray, Voila, No Love for the Middle Child, First and Forever, rose-colored world and of course headlining the festival is set it off themselves 
That is a loaded lineup, you guys. Like, there is so much talent that I just listed there. Um, Weathers and the Ready Set are a couple that you guys probably would know right off the bat. No Love for the Middle Child is another one that's been touring with a lot of big upcoming bands lately. Rivals is also another one that's been touring a lot lately with a female lead, and they are incredible as well. You guys... This is one that you are not going to want to miss. So if you are even remotely able to go to Waiwari Fest, I highly recommend you check it out this weekend, Sunday, May 28th. Next up, I want to give some major hype to one of my good friends in the scene, Taylor Acorn. She is going to be touring across seas in Europe this summer and I am so excited for her. That is the best news ever. Just massive congratulations. Taylor Acorn is currently finishing up her run opening for Loveless in the U.S. This is about a two-week tour that she has embarked on with them, and I got to see her last week, which was just so fun. I always love seeing her perform, but she gets a little bit of time off, and then she jumps right into a line of shows all throughout Europe, and this is just so exciting for her. Taylor will be a part of Download Festival in the UK, and that, I believe, is a four-day festival stretching from June 8th through the 11th, and she will be doing performances on three of those nights, I believe, and shoved right in the middle of there, she will also be doing a performance in Switzerland at Greenfield Festival. That is nuts, you guys. Like, she is going to be having the time of her life across seas. Following those shows, you can catch Taylor playing Supersonic in Paris, France. Then you can catch her again in Amsterdam. And then after that, she'll be at Hurricane Festival in Germany. Following that, she'll be at Southside Festival in Germany as well. And that concludes her little European tour throughout June. But you guys, if you have never seen Taylor before, if you are from the UK or Europe and you are able to go to any of those shows if they're not sold out yet, I highly encourage you to get your tickets now. She is truly one of the best performers I've ever seen and one of the best ones in the scene right now. She is completely independent in doing all of this on her own with her little touring band, including Ricky Jab, her guitarist, and Gio Powell, her drummer. Taylor is honestly one of the sweetest and most wholehearted people I have ever met. And she is just so humble with her performance with herself. And she always makes time to come out and say hello to the fans after every single show. And she's so genuine and kind. So if you have the opportunity to go out and see her perform, please do. And please know that she will say hi to you if you come out to see her after the show. She is so sweet, and I hope that you guys all get the chance to see her perform and to meet her as well. With a very quick turnaround, Taylor will be coming home from Europe, and she will be performing at So What Festival in Dallas, Texas. I am so jealous of every person that is going to get to go to this festival because the lineup is just absolutely stacked. It is two days full of amazing performances from bands that have been famous in the scene for years and Taylor is going to be a part of it and along with Lolo, Scene Queen and a bunch of other incredible women that are up and coming in the scene. I would just absolutely 
die to go to this festival. It would be so amazing, but I just don't think I can make it work. So if any of you guys are able to go to So What Festival, I highly recommend you check it out, live it up, and I will live vicariously through you because it's going to be the most amazing time. For more information on the official breakdown of which dates Taylor will be playing which city in, go to tayloracorn.com. Again, a huge congratulations to Taylor for this massive set of shows that she's going to be going on in June. It's just so incredibly cool to see this, especially from an independent artist because they don't have the support of a record label and she's doing this completely on her own with her, her management and her band. And it's just so incredible, the talent that she has. You guys, if you are not familiar with her, I highly recommend you check her out. Her newest single, Coma, is out now. Otherwise, check out Psycho is one of her most popular songs. And I think you guys are really going to love her. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, it is time to dive into our featured artist segment for the week. I am so excited to bring you guys a brand new interview episode this week. I know it feels like it's been forever since I've given you guys a quality interview because I've been just so freaking crazy busy over the last few weeks not been in town and haven't been able to really put a ton of quality effort into the episodes for you guys but I promise you that is no longer I am going to be giving you a really cool interview today this week's featured artist is a really cool duo that I found online somewhere it was either Instagram or TikTok I can't entirely remember all I know is that as soon as I found them, I knew I wanted to interview them. They are so freaking talented and so cool and just very uniquely themselves. Again, it's another independent artist and I just cannot wait to share them with you guys. This week's featured artist you may recognize from Set It Off's Why Worry Fest lineup. So without further ado, can I get a drum roll please? This week's featured artist is none other than Rose Colored World. Alrighty, everybody, we are here with Rose Colored World. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey, what's up? Amazing. I'm so glad to have you guys on. It's so exciting. Um, do you guys want to just introduce us with your names, pronouns, what you guys do in the band, all that good stuff? Yeah, I'm Addison. I sing and play guitar in Rose Colored World. Amazing. I'm Ray, and I sing in Rose Colored World. Yay, amazing. It's so nice to meet you guys. I'm glad to have you on. Where are you guys from? Uh, so originally, I'm from New York um, and raised from Florida. I'm from Florida, yeah. And we met out here about five, five and a half years ago. Nice. That's amazing. How did you guys meet, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> uh, so we met the night Tom Petty passed away, actually. Oh, my gosh, really? So we yeah, have a geez. strong connection to Tom Petty's music. Um, yeah we met at a club in Hollywood and we started writing together and we never stopped (laughs) yeah that's amazing oh my gosh so you guys are you guys just really good friends or is are you guys a couple is that I I don't know the vibe for uh Five and a half we're years. actually siblings who like to make out with each other. <laughs> That's like what we're really into. 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> my jokes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love humor in a podcast that is the best thing so <laughs> amazing all right so yeah so how long have you guys been making music together i think you said you've known each other like five years so has it been like that whole time you guys just have been making music together yeah so i mean that was kind of like we met the night tom petty passed and then two days later we started writing together so we really it started we had uh individual projects like our solo projects and we were writing kind of for each other's projects and just like enjoyed making songs together not really knowing where they would go and after we were rocking and rolling for like a year we kind of it just kind of hit us we were like what if we joined forces and like did this together this could be really fun so Oh, that's amazing. I love that. And then is it just you two or do you guys have like have other members of the band too? So the band is me and Ray, but we do have a live band that is the same guys that's been with us for the last Almost two, two years. years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Amazing. That's so fun. And where do you guys do live shows typically? Uh, well, we just signed with a booking agency called Sound Talent Group. Nice. Um, so our first show with them is actually with those guys behind you next week. Um, set it off. Well, yeah. Set it off. So we're, yeah. we're playing um, their festival at the House of Blues in Anaheim. I saw that. That's so exciting. I If I could make it out there, I would. I live in Minnesota, so I, I can't. But it looks amazing. <laughs> well, we will be everywhere soon yeah exactly and so we'll see you we're just so pumped because you know there's so many incredible artists that are on the lineup and just to share the company with them and be able to uh provide this community you know and see it get bigger and bigger is just so epic yeah that's amazing i that's incredible like set it off has been one of my favorite bands for years now so that that just must be so insane being on a lineup with them and like their own festival that's that's so cool yeah so like, congratulations so, on that yeah thank, thank you. you yeah when they like post the promos and they tag us and it comes up on our instagram we're like oh shit i'm like oh yeah this is real (laughs) (laughs) i i would literally cry if like i've met them before through like you know their paid meet and greets and they're so sweet but like if i ever got the chance to like really work with them that would be so fun you know what they're they're just such cool guys (laughs) keep rocking and rolling and doing this and i'm sure it won't be too too far away Oh, that would be amazing, especially since like, like I interviewed Canner and she's like friends with Scene Queen, who's friends with them. And I'm just like, I'm like so close to like sort of being able to talk to some of these people that like I've like idolized forever. And it just makes me feel a little weird. You know what I mean? Like yeah, well, <laughs> just create in your mind what you want. Like, you yeah, have it and that's it. Have it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's what I hope for you guys, too. You guys are you guys are still a pretty small band. You guys are already getting really big gigs, which is so cool. That's so exciting. So I can't wait to see where you guys go. Yeah, it's been an amazing journey. And to see where we've come, you know, in the last year when nobody knew who we were in the scene. um, We're just making music that we love, you know. Yeah. Are just trying to be genuine people and humans. And that's it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the best we can hope for, you know. So I guess um, to introduce you guys or yourselves more to the listeners, how would you guys kind of brand Rose Colored World? How would you guys kind of describe what it is that you guys do and the music you make? So, you know, for the space of what Rose Colored World is, I see that being, you know, from all walks of life, 
you know, you're accepted to be exactly who you are, whether that's in our live shows or whether that's through events and things that we do and we will be doing, um, you know, that's like the number one mission is like, come exactly how you are, be present, be in the moment with us. And like for the 45 minutes, let's rock and roll. But outside of that, you know, Addison and I grew up certain things that were very similar interests band wise and, and certain things that kind of trailed off. Like I definitely listened to a little bit more classic rock, um, like, yeah. you know, uh, the stones, the beat and Ad, Ad and I both share a love for the Beatles from our family, but um, and then also Ad grew up in Long Island, um, you know, where Taking Back Sundays from and, and a bunch of other bands in, in the scene originated from. So he was really exposed to the culture growing up um, in real time. And so that like yeah. just kind of leads out of him into the music, no matter what, you know. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that so much. So do you guys so you guys seem to have a little bit of a darker tone. Is yours just kind of more like dark pop punk kind of or how would you like describe the music that you guys I feel make? like we are an alternative rock band okay. um, yeah definitely there's definitely punk bleeding into it I think it's just like a genuine angst or slash vulnerability because yeah. I think that like through what we all just went through like we all are on this planet are like trauma bonded now from all yeah right absolutely and, and through that I got to a point where like literally we write pretty right where we are for most of most of the time and yeah. uh, I was sitting on this couch just like be you know tr truly feeling and allowing myself to go there and then I remember showing at some some words uh for a song we wrote called Torn In Two which came out November of 21 which kind of launched mm -hmm. this new direction and and Ad was like no you can never be too like too much and it was yeah. almost like he gave me permission in that moment to kind of just like whatever was coming through and ever since we kind of really started doing that um we've been meeting more and more people like you that connect to it yeah that's amazing and you guys are an independent group is that correct currently at this exact moment nice do you guys enjoy that do you guys enjoy like kind of the freedom that that gives you to like do whatever you want as you were talking about um, I think for us right now, yes, right? Because you have to understand that we do everything that you see. Obviously, we have um, our friends and people we hire for things, and we yeah. work with great collaborators. But from the videos, you know, we edit our videos here. We come up with the ideas mostly, um, yeah. and we release music whenever we want. Now, that being said, we've been doing that for a year and a half. Um, yeah. And it would be nice not to have to use our money. <laughs> um, yeah. Outside of that too, it's just like, if we look at um, as creatives, cause we're all creatives as like energy units of what we can do. Um, I, I don't want necessarily my energy units to be painting a wall for a, a, a video every single time. I think right. it was in our, maybe it's me. Um, yeah, but, no, it, it was no. a little bit laggy for a second, but we're yeah. back. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, I don't want, we don't want to have to be wearing every single hat and write, be writing the music when, if we could be delegating, uh, to the proper team and the, and the right people that we have alchemy with where it feels good, um, where we yeah. could just be writing more ripping songs and playing more shows, you know? So, yeah. yeah we're, we're starting to have those conversations. I mean, we've had a lot of label meetings, um, but we we started to have some really good conversations with people that align with us. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we don't want 
what we've built to change. And I think now we're at the point where it's it's evident of who we are, you know, what this looks like, what this feels like. So um, I hope that we could partner with someone that doesn't feel the need to, you know, want to change that. And I don't think that'll happen now. Yeah. And I love having this discussion with so many people I interview because like, I feel like being an independent artist comes, like you said, with so many hats and so many like, like you get your creative freedom, right? And who you want to be, but then you don't have the funds necessarily to do everything you want. And like, it's interesting listening to how every single artist like views being independent because some people love it. And then some people, it sounds like, like you guys seem like you like it, but like you wish you didn't have to necessarily do it all, you know? Like it's just a very interesting point of view to hear I how think you guys we've feel. Been kind of sprinting a marathon. Yeah. Uh, the last year and a half, we kind of were like, let's like every other month until bloodbath that was that came out late february i mean every other month we were putting out a single with a music video self-funded by us self-directed and edited and it was just like yeah right and it's like it it can be draining and i think in order for us to have longevity we have been able i mean even like with wardrobe we have our friend monroe you know our our manager dan with mdp like he's amazing now jake and cassie and and dave shapiro over at, at stg like you know, having these people that can help, you know, already delegate has just been yeah, such been, a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's been amazing. Oh, it's, I'm sure. For so long, it was just Ray and I in this room. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so overwhelming. and that But that's super commendable, too, because it's like all the stuff you guys have put out, all that you've done, like, that's your own work. And that's something to be super proud of, too, you know, like, as, as hard as it is, like, that's incredible that's amazing that's more than a lot of people could do on their own you know so thank you that's awesome yeah yeah and like i mean i'm sitting over here in the same position like what you see is literally what there is it's me and then every once in a while my sister will help me with some like side projects but otherwise it's like i run the gig i'm the one like you know, interviewing all of you, I'm setting it all up, I'm editing, I'm putting it out. Yeah, and that's how it goes with right? If you look yeah. at any business, you have to inject money and mm-hmm. you have to do it yourself until you build it to a point where someone sees it and they go, oh, I could add value to this and then exactly. take the workload <laughs> off of you. You have a booker, right? You have somebody that finds the people and that'll yeah. happen to you. Just keep grinding. Yeah. Eventually. I mean, yeah. I, I am also someone that does like to have some of the control in my hands too. So I like, I like talking to and meeting the people who I'm going to be talking to, you know? So like, it was interesting is up until you guys, pretty much everyone I've interviewed, I've like talked to myself beforehand. Like I DM them, talk to them. So it was a little interesting being like, Oh, I'm talking to their manager. Huh? Interesting. And then I just met you guys literally however long it's been, but until we started this, you know, like, 20 minutes ago so it's just been it's been a super interesting ride for me but yeah yeah. you guys are amazing and I'm just super thankful every day I get to interview small artists like you guys and you know what's crazy about gratitude is it just propels everything that you want forward in such a way that it almost feels superhuman yeah like this like hack of everything that I feel like people maybe don't talk about enough and it's something that I hope we can leave as part in our rose-colored world, you know, like through yeah. people. Yeah, because the more grateful we've gotten, the more our lives have changed and our dreams come yeah. true. It's so. crazy. Like when you have that gratitude and you just are suspended in the present moment, we actually just wrote this song. It's it's not out yet, but we are playing it <laughs> at the show. It's called All Ooh. We 
Um, and it, it is, it's, it's about like, if, if, if we didn't have another moment after this and, and all we had right this second was this exact moment, would we be present and enjoy it together? And I think that that's something that when we anchor ourselves into, and we're really grateful and we believe in what we're doing, it just gets, it just amplifies it. It just comes even quicker. Yeah, that's so cool. I honestly just got like chills as you were talking about that. Like that's, it's, it's so important. Like to just be present wherever you are and what you're doing and just loving what you're doing, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think, it's not easy. yeah, so many of us get caught up in everyday life, just like hustling around and just like literally not even seeing the people we're driving next to. And it's just like, yeah, life is so much more than just go to A to B, you know? And I, I think that's it's so important. Journey. Yeah. yeah. I get caught up in it too. Like I'm fully aware of it and I'm speaking about it, but it's because I go, I battle with it. You know, we yeah. all do. I, I mean, there's so much noise. There's so much distraction. There's, you know, it, it's, it's finding and carving out time. Like, but every time know. we feel overwhelmed or we're like, where is this? When is this happening? Once we just like let go and meditate together and just go into joy instead of like worrying, it comes like literally every single time. So we just trust that and we just try to get back to that. And um, yeah, yeah, it's working for yeah. us. Amazing. That's kind of funny. You guys are a part of Why Worry Fest and you literally like, why worry? Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. That's, oh, that's hilarious. Goodness. I literally just put that together. I'm like, wow, yeah. that's, that's so funny. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So we're going to shift the conversation a little bit here. And so part of what I like to do in Pop Punk Promo is literally promote women in the scene. And obviously you guys have a woman in your band. So I guess for you, Ray, um, how has being a woman or like a woman presenting person affected your success in the industry? And have you felt any like pressure as far as that goes? Whoa, I'm like, I haven't been asked <laughs> that yet. And I'm so <laughs> glad that this is happening. Um, I think that, you know, men and women have different struggles in achieving greatness. Yeah. And they're just very different. And I think that there maybe is a few more layers because of the, the society specifically, you know, that we come from um, that has been male driven specifically in the genre that I'm in. You know, there's yeah. about over the last 30 years and up until recently, it really, you know, you had Haley from Paramore, you had, um, you know, you have, you have these certain, certain women, but it, it wasn't like, uh, the sea of of beauty that you're having now of all these like yeah. powerful women that know their power and are being celebrated for that. So yeah, I mean, I've definitely gone through it. I think uh, I think anybody who wants to get anything though has to go through a series of challenges to get to the other side. Um, yeah. In in, um, in our song twenty seven, there's a, a line that says the path to paradise is paved from hell. And I really believe it's like you have to go through all of the depths of all of the things and see yourself. And it's like the hero's journey to get through to the other side. So, yeah, it's it hasn't been easy. And I think there's yeah. there is more pressure, especially living in L.A. of like, what do you look like and filter culture and all that? And it's just kind of being like, I am enough. And, and, and I hope that by me coming into that truth, that it helps other people, like, you know, start to believe like, oh, well, I'm enough too. I can do that too, you know, and, and it yeah. just ripple effect. And you'll kick some ass. And kick some ass. 
Exactly. Kick some ass. Yeah. I think that's so important though, that you mentioned that like I, this comes up in like every interview. It's like Haley Williams, Avril Lavigne. They were the only women we had to look up to in the scene for yeah. like, you know, 15 years. And now we're finally hitting a wave probably within the last five years of women starting to take over. Like we've got Stand Atlantic is starting to like climb. We've got Charlotte Sands. We've got right. yep. like Hot Milk is starting to get up there. Like there's so many of them that it's, we're getting a lot more female representation, which I think is incredible. And it's, it's so important to me, you know, like that's why I started this because I'm like, Hey, I see how, the scene treats women or has classically treated women. And I want to change that. You know, I want to see more, more uh, representation all over, you know, with queer people, with um, women, with um, minorities, everything. I I just want to see more of that everywhere because everyone deserves someone to look up to, you know, and absolutely. Yeah. And, and there's so much, talent to see too you know so I, I just want everyone to have the chance to live their rock star life if they if they can you know yeah so. me too <laughs> and I'm glad you guys are that's amazing um how many live shows have you guys have you guys been doing live shows pretty much this whole time since you started or like how often do you guys do live shows so we had a really unique experience that helped us so coming out of COVID um we got a gig playing at Six Flags for Halloween. Oh, wow. We put our whole live band together for that, and we did 100 sets at Six Flags. So it was like a fall residency. It was uh, 25 shows, but it was four sets a night of 30-minute sets. So, And that's like, you know, like I said, where we got our band. So what was super crazy is like, you know, when you've played that many shows together, it, it almost starts to feel like, like you're breathing together like a unit yeah and so, um after the run we started booking gigs pretty much all over la for 2022 it was like anywhere and everywhere it was like a basement show or it was viper room and then you know we got to headline the troubadour twice um the second time we we sold it out which was just like an incredible night um, that's nuts oh my really god set us up you know playing that much before we even really entered the but like the, the la yeah, yeah yeah um it was it was good it was a good yeah thing. that's crazy and you guys don't have that much music out is that right you guys only have like seven songs is that yeah. is that true so what were you guys playing during that time like i'm, I'm just curious so, was it a lot yeah, of we, we did we had 33 songs in a night so we would oh do our God. originals and we made like the most banging pop punk night like we did it, it was basically like rose colored emo night but oh, then yeah. also but we were but we were playing with as a six-piece band not like dj vibes six yeah band. And in addition, doing our own music. Yeah, we were doing like Gibbs and Hell. We were doing some Mod Sun. And we would close every night with the Black Parade. And oh, like, my God. <laughs> like, it, by the way, like, kudos to, to them. Because it is literally our Bohemian Rhapsody. And we didn't know how difficult that would be to cover until yeah. we were covering it. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. But it was, it was such an amazing experience because it was a, a huge stage, you know, that we had lighting and it was just, it was just such a good practice run. We also got so many fans because we had like a QR code on the side of stage. Nice. Uh, so it was like, if I can compare it to anything, it's like when I heard about the Beatles before they went over to America, they were just doing, you know, cover bar gigs. 
So yeah. I'm not saying we're the Beatles, but I'm saying the journey <laughs> um, of like getting those hours in, you know, of just playing, playing, playing. Yeah, that's nuts. Like, how do you how do you even get like into something like that? I didn't even know Six Flags did like a festival like they, that. Well, they really well they do Fright Fest every year. It's kind of like their Halloween Horror Nights, you know. That's okay, like okay, their, yeah. So it was great for us too. It's spooky season, you know. Yeah, you know, like, all was in alignment. And honestly, it was we had a lot of laughs, but it was crazy because we were coming out of COVID. We had not played for a year and a half. Um, wow. And then all of a sudden, we're kind of thrown to the wolves. Well, it also lined up for us because they usually don't do original bands there, right? right they do. Right. They put their own band together. It's like the Fright Fest band. Yeah. And it was the first year coming out of COVID, and they didn't have enough time to do all the auditioning process. So our name got thrown in the hat um, that they would do an original band. And we we had to fight on a lot of things to make it work for us. Like originally, they didn't want us to use our name. And then we were like, we're oh. out then. Yeah. So yeah. That's why we're doing then this. Then they let us use <laughs> yeah. our name. And then like makeup, they wanted to put us in crazy makeup that wasn't on our brand. So we fought for that. We had our own makeup artist come in. Pretty much the whole thing was a, a fight for what we wanted. Um, but we knew that if we, we did it right, it would yeah. be really good for the band. And it, yeah, yeah I mean, that QR code thing, man, was crazy because imagine how at night, you know, at a Halloween Horror Night situation, how many people stop. And what was cool was people are going there, you know, not to see a rock band. Like the mm. last thing on their list when that you're going to Six Flags, it's like, I'm going to fall in love with this rock band. But what was cool is all of a sudden we would see certain kids, which was the coolest thing, come back. That's um, amazing. You oh know, and then also like, oh, to your late set after I, I do this thing and like seeing that human connection um, to just what we were doing and seeing them light up, I, this is a thing. Like this is definitely a thing. Yeah. Oh my God. That's just so cool. And like, okay, but to like what you were saying with QR codes, that is such a powerful thing nowadays because it, it makes it so easy for people to find you because they go, who's that on stage? They're so cool. They click the QR code and then they're like, oh, I can follow them. Here's the music videos. Here's this, that, like it's, that's life-changing. That's amazing. And um, also what you were saying about people just not going for the rock band. Like if I went to some fest like that and I saw a random rock band, I'd be like, Oh my God, this is amazing. I would definitely stop, you know? So yeah, like, and it was also after two years of no one seeing live music yeah, too. Yeah. That, that makes a huge difference too, because everyone was, even if they didn't like music, I feel like everyone was craving some kind of like live experience, you know? Yeah. 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 That's amazing. That's, that's just such a cool experience. And I'm so glad you guys were able to do that. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. Us too. And then we put our band together that way too. So it all. Yeah. Worked. Amazing. That's so weird how the world works. Mm -hmm. you get, one day you're in COVID the next day you're on a rock stage in Fright Fest. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> at the house of blues it's just like the we'll, we'll send you a picture yeah. from the fright fest days so you could while we're talking about it just go yeah <laughs> oh my gosh literally please do i i will promote with it that will be amazing <laughs> i'm sure it was amazing um all right let's talk a little bit about tiktok so i guess speaking of covid and all that stuff we all needed a way to like you know promote music and everything during that hard time so do you guys like tiktok do you guys use tiktok how do you guys feel about it so I'll start. Yeah, you start. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's a really good tool. Um, I think like... He stole my thought. I think a lot of... <laughs> like a lot of things, we go 
overboard, right? We swing the pendulum so hard. Um, I think for a band like us, we don't ever want to feel like we're chasing a gig or chasing this thing, right? Um, mm -hmm. We find that like when we do things that are us, it resonates more. The worst feeling, and I've talked to other artists about this, is like you work on this content that you don't want to be doing, but you you see that it works for someone else and then you'd make it and it doesn't hit and then you just feel terrible and then you're like, why is this even online, right? You're like embarrassed yeah. by it. But like if it worked, then maybe you'd be like, oh, well, whatever, it worked. Um, so what we've kind of come to is we love making visual content and we love just film in general so yeah. we try to use it like we would you know are in a writing room and we're like we're about to film a promo for set it off but it's like our personalities and like you know funny comedic um but we don't spend too much time thinking about just tiktok it's more of just like content in general yeah, that makes sense. And I feel like a lot of people nowadays too, they'll like, they'll make music video, like content or something like that. And then they put it to TikTok. So people will see it, you know, so it's not in intentionally for TikTok, but like, it can be utilized in that way, you know, you to get more fans use, and stuff. You can't view like one thing and put all your eggs in scene. Yeah. When I was a kid, like bands were getting signed off of MySpace, right? And then... yeah or pure volume and then it was itunes and then it was spotify and then yeah. tiktok or then it was instagram and then it's TikTok, right so and a lot of these bands unfortunately they'll blow up on tiktok and in the beginning of it a lot of the labels were signing them right because of their numbers mm -hmm. and then they'd put them on tour and they don't really know how to perform and i'm not right. like lighting them or judging them it just is that right like we yeah. grew up playing shows and doing that side of it so and that's where we thrive we love playing live like that's just what we love to do um yeah 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 i mean i'm gonna be super transparent when <laughs> tiktok first came out and live music wasn't happening i was the most depressed i probably ever was in my life because yeah. i felt like human connection was slipping away and that is what continues to have me propel forward personally mm -hmm. um I also had this like thought I'm like well if Kurt Cobain and fucking Joan Jett were here would they do TikTok right like I was yeah. really in that space right it and does I, I feel kind of silly thinking about it that way <laughs> yeah I was like I just can't get behind these like soundbite things and this lip singing thing like it just it wasn't hitting me until um Ad and I had kind of a breakthrough moment where because we do like at, he said we love film we love um we love that side he goes what if we were like writing a scene like in into our rose-colored world into our life and like we would be uh, we would be good because we're always making fun of each other we're always you know adds a fu funny guy over here funny funny guy. Guy. <laughs> um, you know we're always in that kind of for the most part light-hearted spirit and so we were like what if we just showed us being us um, and, and did it in a way that we wasn't. God bless you. Damn, that was the funniest sneeze I've ever seen. Because you're just saying that so high. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, once we, once I think we figured out how to show up authentically through the lens in these smaller pieces, it made it a lot more fun. 
Um, yeah. and, and we found, we, we found a happy medium. It's still not my absolute favorite thing, um, to just be like, let me go and do this. But when yeah. it's intentional and we're having a great time, um, we could be kind of doing it. And I think most artists that tour and do this, they'll, they, they will say the same thing. And then there's the other side, there's different kinds of artists, right? There's people that like their gig is to, okay, what covers am I doing? what am I posting? Right. And that's like a different thing than what we do. And also I'm not hating on those people. No, either, it's great. By the way. I, I think it's great. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. It was just like, for me, it, what culturally I was seeing happening at a time. We have a wasn't. close friend who that's his get, like, mm-hmm. that's what he does. And that's awesome. You know? Yeah. Uh, and he's also mad talented, but like Ad was saying, you know, how, how it translates into live there is something that I've been saying for about a year now called like the digital divide, which is like, oh, yeah. there are some people where it's like they have 6 million. That's a good record name, by the way. It is. Oh Ooh. Ooh. Did you guys just make something here? Ooh. Write there, it down. Write it down. My long non-existent <laughs> fear that I continue to spread <laughs> camera. Like the digital no, divide. So how I kind of chirped back at Ray when she said that was like, Right. Joan Jett wouldn't room with like text around her head, right? But <laughs> Joan Jett would wait with text. No, seriously. <laughs> Joan Jett, she it. would she would create something <laughs> like how ridiculous does that sound the way you just said that? Like, like imagine I her love rock and roll. Have you ever felt like this? Have you, <laughs> have you ever felt like wanting like rock, loving and roll? rock and roll? <laughs> If you like artists like Guns N' Roses, Molly, if you but, like but, Aerosmith, you'll yeah. love my song. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, but my man. point is, is that she would have made. She, if Joan Jett was a new artist now, she would have still looked cool and been Joan Jett and posted yeah. something. Right, and right. Been, you know what I'm saying? And even I, then, I do. My, and my my dad had to actually tell me he was like, "You would be doing some promo tour then." Like say it was then it wouldn't it would be you have to fly absolutely everywhere to have these meaningful interviews. You would be still taking video and photo. like it, it's it yeah. just would be in a different form. It's not going away, and it, it's, it's never true. Really like if, not you, been if, here. if she wanted to interview us, you know, twenty years ago, we'd, have, we'd we, go to Minnesota or you'd yeah. come here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, like, like what I do literally wouldn't exist like back then. It would be like, oh yeah. I, I don't have the money to fly there, so guess I'm not doing a podcast. No, like, it would you just know, be like, like when the fans came on tour, you would have to fight for a media yeah. pass and to yeah. do an interview at the show. Yeah, right. that is so much work. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm like honestly, I'm thankful for like for what we have now. I'm thankful for technology in that sense because I, I literally just reach out to someone via email, via uh, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, and yeah. I go, hey, you guys are cool. Do you mind if I interview you? And pretty much every time they say yes, you know, unless they just don't see my messages. But, you know, it's like, it's been so cool. So it's... Yeah, it's amazing. It's, that it's that we are all grateful for. We'll say a nice prayer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I love media for that that exact reason. And I, I understand what you mean, the the digital divide. Because I, I feel like, yeah, like you, you said, there's so much human connection that you love and that you miss during COVID. But there's so many people that like I'll see online, you know, and then 
they have one persona and then I meet them in person and they're completely different. Like they have like no bite. They're super shy. And I'm like, yeah. yo, like, like it's, it's very interesting. The people that you'll meet online and then you meet them in person and go, you're not the same person I've been like talking to or seeing online. Like it's, it's so interesting too, but yeah. Cause I mean, it's, yeah. it's very different when you're in the four walls of your room and then when you're actually out in the world and how you choose to show up and, and, and connect. And some people are shy and some people, you know, like I, and there's also, performing artists and recording artists and sometimes yeah. those aren't like fully the same thing that where it comes through but because we cut our teeth playing live uh as kids and and as we continue to grow it's like that's kind of our our bread and butter so when we yeah. see people that like are absolutely killing it online then you go and it just completely falls flat it's it's disappointing so our goal is like exactly how we are on this is kind of how we are when we're getting the coffee or making a song or, or doing anything. And yeah. then also um, when we play live, like, you know, you're paying money at, to come see us. We're going to yeah. rip it. We're going to play. Out. We're going to give it everything that we have and, and do it as Absolutely. best as we can, you know? Yeah. I love that so much. And um, I have kind of, something that came to mind with this conversation do, are you guys familiar with rupaul's drag race at all do you guys watch it at all or no we don't want i don't watch the it only reason uh, I'm but i know is who... because my friend used to produce all the music for it oh <laughs> what yo that's that's wild okay i i love drag race and essentially so like the last season there was two drag queens they were they were twins and they basically rose to fame on tiktok like during the pandemic and then RuPaul was like let's see how they do so they got on the show and like all these other queens were like yo we've been like doing shows in bars for like our entire lives and these girls don't know how to freaking perform no shade yeah. to them but like because they're they know how to do the makeup they know how to do this and that in front of the camera but then they as soon as they got to like the stage it was like what you know like it wasn't right. they couldn't compete which was that's a great crazy. example yeah that's yeah. a great Sure. Yeah, I I just thought about that so much. I'm like, it doesn't discredit their hard work, but it like it definitely shows, like you said, the digital divide between people who have been doing this their whole lives versus people who just started doing this in their bedrooms and they went, Oh, it's not just looking pretty, it's not just no, putting on can, makeup. You can't edit like, out a bad yeah. performance, you know, yeah. when you're on stage. You can't just go, all right, let's do it again. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like my dad, my dad's 67 years old and he still is playing drums in a cover band wow. in Florida. Like he's still once or twice a week, like he's still ripping shows and it's so inspiring. But he said to me when I was a super tiny young thing, nothing replaces stage time. And like yep. he was a big advocate of like, even if you're not that great get your hours under your belt, just being on a stage in front of random strangers and bearing your soul to them. Because it, the more you do it, the more comfortable you are, the more where now sometimes like, I'm like, that's the safe space because that I know what I'm about to do. I'm going to change the vibration of the space. Like that's my stomping ground. I like somehow yeah. somebody gave us these magical wands, these microphones to, <laughs> to change the space right now. I don't know oh who God. gave me, who gave me permission to do that, but like, cool, we're here, we're doing it and we're going to make it sick. Um, yeah. And but that's so important though. Cause I can't even tell you how many times there have been um, openers for, for a show I'm going to, and I'll have no idea who they are prior to it. And then afterwards I go, I need to talk to them. They were so cool. I would love to like introduce myself. I'd love to interview them because like 
they put on such a great show, you know, and like that's how you know you're doing something right because you find you 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 captivate the audience and that's like the best way to do a live show, you know, even if no one knows the lyrics, like giving them a good performance is yeah. is everything, you know. Um one of those like Taylor Acorn was one of those. I I just found her um like in the fall with with confidence and real friends she opened for them and i didn't know who she was prior to then and i was just so like captivated by her i was like whoa you are someone who is going to make a difference in the scene because like she just knows how to perform and like that's so important you know yeah, and there's nothing like like you could gain you could become a fan of someone online from seeing something but there's nothing quite like becoming someone you see live and and um and really feel yeah. that vibe yeah absolutely all right um we're gonna shift again a little bit here so um who would you say are some artists that like like top like three artists that like inspire your 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 sound for rose colored world maybe like who are you say one i'll say one and then we could do a joint one okay. yeah <laughs> i like that i like that <laughs> taking back sunday Perfect. Nice. I see that for sure. Mm. Especially with the dual vocals. I'm always. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Band growing up. Yeah. I'm going to say All American Rejects. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And I really I like them too. Oh my gosh. Especially some of the stuff. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> I'm going to go then back to Queen. Whoa. <laughs> really? I, don't I think that's a per, the, that's a real Addison influence, which like isn't bad <laughs> no, vocally, but, yeah, melodically singing. Yeah, but I still it's the still, songs though don't sound like Queen. What do you your, mean? We sound exactly like Queen. Your voice though definitely is high, like Freddie's for sure, which is yeah. like super rad. Which I think. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> you guys are so funny. All right, yeah, I definitely I see all of those, and yeah, you guys are just very. I don't know. If, yeah, you said like alt rock basically yeah i i think that's a very good fitting genre for you guys but also you guys don't have to be one genre you guys can be no. whoever you want you know yeah, exactly and i, I agree with that. you yeah um and then i guess going off of that so what bands or artists would you say would be like your dream to go on tour with i have a few that i probably could i would love to tour with fallout boy that yeah yeah Oh, that would be so, that's like everyone's dream. I feel like that's amazing. <laughs> I've been manifesting this a long time. I want to open for Youngblood very badly. Yeah, it shows. Ooh. I think that when we when we give the right energy, we rock and roll like that, and it's like that electricity. And I think that it would be very much in alignment to open yeah. for him. Also, it would be crazy to open for like the used, like like a legendary. Yeah. You know, like. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh. Nice. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's the answers. I love that. Yeah. I could definitely see you guys opening for any one of those bands. That would be amazing. And yeah. The cool thing is, like, you know, when we when we ended up signing with our booking, like we kind of straddle this line of like um pop punk and then some of our stuff is harder rock, which is really cool because there's it like doubles the amount of artists that we could potentially open for on on different runs so yeah exactly that's amazing yeah i love all of those answers all right um next question for you guys i guess do you have any upcoming live shows i mean we already know about why worry fest but anything else besides that 
Um, we have one in July that we can't announce yet because radius, there's like a radius clause with the the set it off one. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, we hope to be on tour uh, early fall. That's what we're all shooting. Yeah, for. late summer, early fall. Um, nice. There's there's some things in the works, but we're just not allowed to talk about them yet. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Just we know that we can expect you guys at some point here soon. So that's exciting news. I always love hearing yeah. about that. We just so. want to hit the road and play. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, get all those shows under your belt. Get you guys comfortable. Like, yeah. I would love to see you guys live. I don't know if you'd ever... I mean, anytime soon, come to Minnesota, but you know, you know what? Amazing. It depends on the run. But if I see Minnesota on when when we go out, I'll totally hit you up and let you know when that is. Please do, because I yeah, I would love to come see you guys. That would be amazing. That would be so yeah. fun. So I would love to see how you guys rack out on stage. Hell yeah. Amazing. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Next question for you guys. So I guess tell me about your newest single bloodbath that one came out a couple months ago but like just tell us everything there is to know about it what was the inspiration all of that good stuff so kind of when you were asking me about my journey as a woman in the scene <laughs> yeah. um it has been like we both have been musical ninjas out here kind <laughs> of carving our way to get to where we are now through you know, especially in Los Angeles, there's just so many different types of people and there's so much energy that sometimes you it's difficult to see through what is real and what is not and what is just somebody talking and what is somebody actually being genuine. Um, and so a lot of lyrically, it was kind of like, yo, you guys think that you could do anything like it's about to be crazy. What like what the, <laughs> the way that we're paving through for ourselves Um and we talk about being snakes in the grass. Uh, we talk about on the boulevard, there's people, you know, talking. And, and it really does kind of feel like that, especially when you're, when you are a baby band entering the scene and you kind of have to have thick skin and tunnel yeah. vision and not listen to anything and just show up and do it. And I think it was just like a, a an ode to that. Nice. I love that. Yeah. So basically just an ode to just being like, go out there and do it. Don't listen to whatever everyone else is like shoving at you. Like you go do your thing. It's going to be a bloodbath. We're going to do it. Yeah, basically. It's like, we <laughs> feel like we've been holding a secret. Like we know something that no one else does because of the, our self-belief in yeah. ourselves and know what we bring to the table. And that's nice. really that song. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. Um, and okay. Yeah, we got to kick ass and yeah, hell yeah. I love that. I guess okay, so going off of that, what would you guys say is like one song that you if for someone who doesn't know your your music at all, what would you recommend someone listen to right I away think, just to be like, this is us? I think spit me out. Yeah, yeah. I really like that one a lot. I Thank yeah. You. I really like that one. I, I was listening to some of your stuff um, over this this weekend, just to, like get prepared for the interview. And yeah, you guys seriously freaking rock. Like I, I think I did find you guys on, it might've been TikTok or Instagram or somewhere. And I, I was like, I need to go listen to the music right now. And as soon as I did, like you guys are just very captivating. You guys have a very oh, good yeah. sound. Thank you. So, I, I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I guess, do you guys produce your own music or do you guys have like a producer for that how does um, that work so we produce right here um the only song that we didn't produce out is spit me out um 
and then we're almost done with our EP, which we are nice. producing with a guy named Tom Denny, who was in a band called The Day to Remember. Oh my God. Jeez, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. You're just spitting the big Be names wild. here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy. Congratulations, you guys. And I'm so glad to hear an EP is coming. That was actually yeah, we're on one the of my and final song. So. Oh my God. Amazing. Yay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys got ahead of me on there. I was going to ask you about that. But oh, that's so exciting. When do you guys think that's going to come out? Probably in alignment with when a tour announcement happens. Um, it, we we may drop one more single before the EP just as a lead up. Um, but we're just super hype. I mean, we've been driving around listening to these songs and it's definitely a level up from from you know the the year and a half of being consistent and, and it's been such a nice like workflow with tom because like we'll yeah. produce and write here track all the vocals everything and then we'll send it off to him he works on that then we're working on the next song and he sends it back and he just amplifies it makes it better adds some guitars it's really cool oh, yeah what's also incredible. crazy is like we'll get it to a point where we're like all right this is the best it's gonna sound and then we send it to him and then like a couple days later he sends it back and we're like holy shit like you it's just like continuous <laughs> elevation you know? you're like what kind of magic do you know yeah, yeah, please yeah. share it with us I, I each other's magic <laughs> i i literally find music production to be so intriguing and so interesting because i i learned a little bit about production in college i i have an audio background so that's kind of why i started the podcast and like it's there's just so much to learn always even when you think you know everything like someone will be like oh have you tried this and you go no i didn't even know that was possible like yeah, that's, yeah and every insane. person you work with you just learn and pick up things like even when he sends things back it helps me with new guitar parts just hearing what yeah. he did exactly that's amazing oh my gosh i'm so excited for that ep you guys it's it's gonna uh i mean you guys know it's gonna rock but i i know in my mind it's gonna <laughs> rock. <laughs> i'm excited for you guys um all right next question for you guys um this one's another heavy hitting one i'm so sorry i'm known for doing that um what is one song written by another artist that you wish you would have written yourself mm. I feel like I say that to you and I don't know for which songs. Um, I, I know definitely one that he's told me that I agree that I wish I wrote too is Iris by the Goo Yeah, Doll. I think Ooh. it's one of the best ever, ever written in yeah. the world. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And I feel like that's one that people like to cover a lot. So it must be one that everyone wishes that they, they had written. <laughs> I also feel a soul connection to Creep by Radiohead. Yes, yes, yes. Which we cover. Um, so, you know, we usually will do that in our live set because it's so u unique from, from the original. Yeah, we made a bit more of like a punk version of it. Yeah, but mm. I, I just, since I'm a kid, I... Um, do you guys have that cover of Creep, like, anywhere? Is that, like... Yeah, so it's on everything except Spotify. There was an issue with it. Um, but... If it's, you go on YouTube, we have a music video from tour we put together. Okay, so you said everywhere but Spotify. Sorry, I think that it cut out again yeah. for a second. Yeah, yeah, there was an issue, but it's going back up. So. Yeah, it'll be back up, I'm sure, in the next month or so. 
Nice. Okay, that's awesome. I I always love hearing covers from artists because I always love seeing like how they put their own twist to it. I always you should totally you should totally watch the video when you watch it for the first time because it was like our first mini tour last summer that we got to like hit the road. Ooh, our, you know, I'll, I'll have to. You'll, I'll have to. Like- I'll have to go on like a YouTube dive of Rose yeah. World and just like see Ooh. what you guys do. I think that would be that would be super, super interesting. I should have done that before interviewing you guys. Okay. I don't know why I didn't. I've been so busy lately. I'm just my head's like out the window, but we're you're here doing, and you're doing great. <laughs> you're thank doing you. Amazing. Yes. Th- thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um amazing. But all right. Huh. Let's see. Next question. What would be one artist that you would like to collaborate with the most in the future? Mm. I would love to do a song with Beauty School Dropout. Yeah. Ooh. I would love to do a I could see that. I just feel like Coley's got such a thing and like his screams are crazy. And I just feel like his texture with Addison and I's texture and whatever we'd create would just be bananas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Addison? You have any ideas? <laughs> I would love to do a song with Anthony Green with us ooh, ooh, yeah i love both of those answers that like would be that amazing would be yeah i love both of those that would be amazing all right um next question for you guys what would you consider to be the coolest thing that has happened in your career thus far um okay so we we were working so hard putting things out and uh, about two months ago february 8th February 8th. There you go. Um, do you know the podcast State of the Scene? I think so. Yes. Yes. So we woke up one morning. We actually had COVID in, in the backyard. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, I noticed our Twitter was like going nuts. And State of the Scene tweeted, spit me out music video and said, this mm-hmm. band is about to be huge. And it got like 200,000 views in two hours. And um, Holy shit. That's how wow. our booking agency found us. That's how like labels started reaching out. It was just like, you know, a moment when we got an email from the booking agent saying they were interested in us. Um, this is like an agent that I'm sure we've like cold emailed, you know what I mean, in the past. And getting that, the other side of it back, mm-hmm. um, we had like a moment, we cried in our bedroom. We're like, fuck, we did it. Like, and oh. it was it's so crazy because you don't know where it's going to come. Like we would never have been like, I hope that a tweet, one tweet goes <laughs> viral and like people hear about us. It right. was also like, you know, I, something I'm working on is I am such a go, go, go person, which is a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because we get to wear all these hats to do all these things, to be where we are now and to talk to you. Um, mm-hmm. But with that, like go, go, go when we got sick when COVID, which thank God, you know, it wasn't terrible for us. Um, but we were sick in the backyard, you know, having, and I woke up that morning and I just felt, I don't know if it's frozen or not. Oh, there we go. It, it, um, the audio is coming in mostly clear. So I'm just trying to let you speak so that we, no, no, yeah, no. hopefully it's good. good. <laughs> no, I, I got, we weren't feeling good. I woke up feeling super emotional, feeling super stuck because I couldn't, do the things I normally do to, to have forward momentum. Right. And I had to really surrender in that moment of like, 
well, I'm sick and I'm here and there's nothing I can do about it. And I like ugly cried in the backyard to add (laughs) and was just like really vulnerable. And I was like, all right, I got to let it go. And all of a sudden ads like our streaming numbers are going up right now. Our Twitter is like 20 minutes (laughs) after I just like was ugly crying in the backyard. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) It was even more serendipitous and beautiful because I was kind of having a low and, and to, you never know when it's going to happen and you never know how beautiful it's going to be. But if you're consistent and you believe in what you're doing, like it will come back around. Yeah. And like you, you never, you can't guess when a random tweet will just like help you like that. Like you don't know you, all you have to do is just work hard like you said and things will good things will come to you you know that's that's how it works you work hard people will see it and people will love what you're doing and um I I thought it was kind of funny the other day um my friend was talking to me she was like I want to go to why worry fest so much because she loves set it off right and she was like it has this 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 rose colored world and I stopped her and I was like I'm about to interview them next week I was like what and I was like holy crap and it was like it was just it was really funny I was like she just said your name and didn't even know who you were like it's it's nuts you know what I'm saying like uh like the world is crazy and so Yeah, your name is literally going out there to people who probably wouldn't even know who you were. And that's Um, that's the benefit of the festival community. I started going to festivals in like 2014, so almost 10 years ago. And like, it was like, this is the absolute pinnacle of like culture. You know what I mean? Because people just want to go and throw down and have a great time with their best friends in the sun or like wherever they are for the day. Um, and yeah. not think about their bills and their bullshit and their stuff. And so to be, like I said, with such great company and to be um, even opening is is just like yeah. such a. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's it's like, I, I don't think anyone should ever discredit themselves for being an opening act. Because like I said, the amount of people that I've found and the amount of musicians that I've found that I've loved through being opening acts or being, you know, a smaller part of a festival, like it's, it's insane. Like, like it, it does way more than a lot of people would think, you know, so it, it's so, it's so awesome. And yeah, like, I, I cannot stand the people who like go to shows and they're like, why are you going so ham for the open right now? And I'm like, why do you care? They're, they're sitting right. here giving you a performance. They're showing you who they are. Like, why are you yeah. mad about that? You know, like it's, it's nuts. Like some people, I, I just went um on the water parks tour last week. I, I went to go see like four of their shows and some people were so mean to the openers and I was just, I just didn't understand. It's I so was like, weird what? because all of the headliners were openers at one point. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, and we're not, I think it's, what's funnier is like, we're not like that at all. Yeah. Some people that end up opening for other people, you know, you learn different things and different tricks and different things from, because we're all just a melting pot of trying to put, you know, the best show for, for you guys. So, um, yeah. All the like sidebar, um, my parents got to see the Eagles back in like, I think 87, like a long time ago. Wow. So, and Alanis Morissette was opening for the Eagles. Oh my and God. Mom saw her for the first time and was like, my dad really liked the Eagles. My mom was like, I'm just going to come, you know, be with you. Like, she was like, they're cool. But at the time, and when she saw Alanis Morissette though, that was it for her. <laughs> right. So it's like, for me, I have zero shame in opening. I have zero shame. I'm just happy to be yeah, part of the sh- yeah. part of the party, you know? Right. Like, I Exactly. And I, I think everyone should have that perspective. And I just, I just don't understand 
like the like crowd mentality of just like being on your phone for the opener. It's like they're here for a reason. They're here because the band you want to see brought them here. So like at least enjoy what they have to offer, you know. And if you don't, you saw something and you know yeah. you don't have yeah, to listen to them again, you know? Yeah. Like it's it's just it's such a weird mentality to me because like I put so much into music. It's like it's I it's everything I love. It's everything I love doing. I love just investing in in it and sharing it with people, you know. So it's just and we love you weird to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I guess I just have this this dream of making all everyone, you know, everyone's music known to everyone. I I love finding new musicians because I as much as I love the the big time bands, as much as I love Fall Out Boy and I love Water Parks and I love you know. Avril and Paramore and everything it's like there's so much talent available that people are just trying to let known and yeah and I just want to I want to help any way I can you know that's that's just kind of my my thing we thank we thank (laughs) having us on yeah yeah and thank you guys for for being on here and we're gonna have to wrap this up here pretty soon so um I guess my my last question for you before we really wrap this up, um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? It could be music or not music related. Mine would be have fun and take care of yourself besides music. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree. Mine would be fully trust in what you love continue to do it and it will take you where you need to go. I love that. I love both of those answers so much because yeah, for for you, Addison, I like, I definitely get so involved in what I'm doing and sometimes I forget, yeah, to take care of myself. So it's like, you got to make yeah, sure like you, that you we have bodies and <laughs> yeah, it's like, robot. it's like, you got to eat, step away from that computer for a second. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I need water. <laughs> Like, man, water. What is water? Yeah, drink that water. I see you. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, for you, Ray, like I, yeah, I feel that too. It's like I, I feel like so many people will come at you, especially for for whatever reason, creative careers and music careers and stuff like that. So many people look down on them, and it's like, just it's what I love to do, you know. And it's so important to just be true to yourself always. So. Yeah, I just yeah. think like you, know, you grow up in in your smaller towns or whatever, and people like to label something impossible because it's difficult. But if I'm still learning the potential of what I have in me, how are you supposed to know even an inkling of the potential that I have in me? And exactly. so, like that's just always been my thing of like, you just don't know yet. Like, yeah, you don't know yet. And-, and but a lot of that comes from people. The people that are saying that to us are the people that haven't done it for themselves, right? That yeah. have the risks and um, yeah. And I also thank them for it because it, it made me work a lot harder. It like, it lit a fire, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, thank you guys so much for being here today. It, yeah. it really has been awesome chatting with you guys. And um, is there anything else you guys want listeners to know before we wrap this up? Where can we follow you on social media? Anything else? Yeah, you could just pretty much Google rose colored world, all one word, and uh, you'll oh, see our mugs. See <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Woo! I love that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much again for being on yeah, here today. Yeah, great meeting you. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. having us. 
and, you're and, amazing. You know, yeah, Keep shine. going. Keep doing it. Thank you. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. And you guys are amazing too. And you guys are going to go so far and have so much fun at Why Worry Fest. You guys are going to have a blast there. That's going to be amazing. And I can't wait for the EP. I am so yeah. excited. Thank you. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Much All right. All right. See have you guys a great day. Later. Bye. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, that was Rose Colored World. I hope you guys really enjoyed this interview as much as I did. It's just been so fun interviewing these people. And they were such cool people. I hope you guys really got to see that shine through. Make sure you check out Rose Colored World on Spotify. You can also follow them on Instagram at rcwofficial. And Addison and Ray also have their own individual Instagram accounts as well. Make sure if you're from the Anaheim area to go check them out at Why Worry Fest featuring Set It Off. This is an absolutely amazing opportunity for Rose Colored World and it's going to be the best time. So make sure you go check it out. This is going to be a wrap on our episode this week, Pop Punk Enthusiasts. I know this one is a little longer than usual, but that's okay because I feel like you guys deserved a really high quality episode this week. And I just had such a great time talking with Rose Colored World that I just didn't want to get off the phone. So you guys got an incredible interview as a consequence of that. Thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Pop Punk Promo. If you really enjoyed this episode, make sure you rate it five stars on Spotify. That really helps to make sure that I know that you guys are loving the content that I am providing to you. And if you really enjoyed the episode, make sure you share it with someone that you think would really love it too. That would really mean the world to me. If you have any musician friends or anyone that you would like to recommend as a featured artist, please go to poppunkpromo.com and you can fill out a featured artist request form and I will get back to you and we can hopefully set up a time for an interview. As always, have an incredible rest of your week, pop punk enthusiasts. Remember, we are now switching our release date to every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So we'll catch you again next week on Thursday for another episode of Pop Punk Promo. Stay safe, be kind to each other, have a good one, and we'll catch you in the next one. See you later.